0: It's the Friends Without Benefits Podcast. My name is Jason Horton. Welcome to the show. Today, I'm going to talk to Erin Darling. She's a comedian, host, actor. She has her own podcast called V-Carded that I was on that we talk about how I lost my virginity or how we lost our virginity. I don't know. Collectively, we've lost our virginity for the people on her podcast, and I talk about how I lost mine. Yeah, I lost mine. For those of you who are wondering, Greg. I'm kidding. There's no Greg out there. But uh, I talked to Erin. And, uh, yeah, she's one of those people that I, I, you know, sometimes I think, like, how do I know? How did you, like, come into my consciousness? Like, I, I feel like I meet a lot of people. And I can pinpoint, like, oh, we m- met through this. Or, you know, we were in a, you know, we did a improv together. Or we were in an audition. Or we met at the mall. Or whatever it is. But, Aaron, I don't, she was just there, and uh, uh, she's somebody that, you know, I've worked with a bunch of times, um, you know, I've I've been kind of following what she's been doing, and she's just kind of effervescent, I guess. This episode is sponsored by Hims, a new wellness brand for men. Okay, I'm going to get right into it. There's no way for, uh, sexual performance issues are common, okay? You know it. I know it. Uh, Over 25% of new ED cases are guys under 40. No, not over 40. And 40% of men by age 40 struggle from not being able to get and maintain an erection. Yeah, I said erection. I'm rock and roll. And even the world's greatest actor cannot fake one. I'm not the world's greatest actor. But the world's greatest actor cannot fake one. And I don't know why guys, like, they'll go and they'll be like, they'll go on the internet or they'll be like, what weird solution can I find? You know, what weird thing, what weird workaround do I have? Don't do that. It's a terrible idea. The solution is forhims.com, a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness for men. And thanks to science, ED can be optional. HIMS connects you with real doctors and medical-grade solutions to treat ED. There's no snake oil pills or you go to a gas station and, like, give me that weird thing. It's prescription solutions backed by science. One ED pill starting with a V just came off the its patent on December 11th. It's a game changer. It's off the patent for you out there keeping up with patents. There's no waiting room, no awkward doctor visits, no lines. I, I don't even, like, I'll buy clothing and I'll be like, I'll just buy three pairs of jeans and one of the sizes will fit and I'll return it later because... I don't even want to try on clothes. So for him, to, they take that out of the equation. They take all the things that you do not like about anything and they make it really, really easy for you. All you have to do is answer a few quick questions in a chat with a doctor for a confidential review and products are shipped directly to your door. There's no weirdness, okay? It's just there. It's just there. You just get it, okay? It's easy. There's no in person doctor visits. You do not have to leave the house. This is the future. Embrace it. Try hymns for a month today for just $5. We'll get you started for just five bucks while supplies last. See website for full details. This would cost hundreds if you went to a doctor or a pharmacy. Go to forhims.com slash friendsed. That's F O R H I M S dot com slash friendsed. Forhims.com slash friendsed. We're all getting older. Yes, even you. You're getting older. I'm getting older. I actually kind of like it. I think I'm the best me I've been. I think back to when I was like in high school or it was like in my early 20s or whatever. I was like I was I wish I wish I was more this me, but I guess that's what makes growing up and learning things what it is. And you know, I'm kind of realizing that um even though I think I do a lot to kind of just make myself the best that I am. Like I'm not a huge drinker um i don't do uh drugs or anything like that and I, you know i i started even my having my first drink later in life i think it's kept me relatively youthful not that there's anything wrong with it's just the direction i went um and now that i'm married i was like i really will have a drink every couple of months to be totally honest with you when i was single little bit of a different story. I was actually talking to a friend and I've been taking vitamins in general. Like my dad was kind of pushing vitamins on me, not like as a salesman, not like a, you know, multi, uh, multi-level marketing thing. Um, but he was, he was kind of pushing that at a young age and I've kind of kept up with it. You know, I've kind of gone through different phases of like kind of vitamins I like. Um, but I've been pretty consistent with that. Do they work? I don't know. Like, I, I I would have to go back and be the same me and not take them to see what the result is. But I don't know, overall like I'm pretty I'm pretty pleased. But one thing that I've done recently might not seem like a big deal, but it's been really difficult, is um giving up diet soda or soda in general or even on a on a bigger scale, aspartame. Um I quit soda for seven months and I really didn't notice many results, um, you know, a little less bloating and probably better for me, but like as far as noticeable, cause sometimes I need the things to be like, I need to notice them cause I'm like that, I don't know, selfish where I'm like, I need to, I need like solid results. So when I quit soda for seven months, but I didn't quit aspartame, like I was still drinking like diet Snapple. So it's been like nine or 10 days. My brother, um, actually, you know, he, he was drinking way more soda than I was and he quit. Um, and it's been, it's been better for him. So I was like, you know, let me do this. Let me do this like for myself. And it's been you know, nine, 10 days. And it's, it's been kind of rough in the sense that I just really like the taste of it. And it's not like I drank a lot, but I drank it every day for years. So I definitely feel a less bloated. Uh, I, have I've, I've uh, issues with migraines, a little less migraines. So I'm drinking more water. Obviously it's forcing me to do that. Kind of hoping it kind of kills some of the sugar cravings, uh, but it's just one of those things where I can make excuses. Like you know, I, I quit soda for seven months, and when I was going to quit it again, I was like, "Yeah, but I quit it once." But I didn't really, I didn't really quit the the uh, the the bad ingredients uh, in there. And it's not to say that I sit there like you know, I'm sure I eat a protein bar here or there. It has some like you know fake sugar in it or whatever. I'm not. That's not what I'm doing. You know. Listen, I went to the movies last night. I ate, like, a very huge bag of M&M's. It's it's not like I'm going on some kind of new health kick. It's just I would ingest this thing every single day, at least two to four cans worth of Diet Coke-type product every single day for the most part, and I'm just kind of hoping that um, I'll be better off for for not, you know? Now, I know you're not going to be able to—my voice isn't going to change— You know my point point of view uh, on this podcast isn't really going to change as far as interviews, uh, unless I happen to talk to someone about Diet Coke, and I will, I will, I will in future episodes because I'm really annoying like that. Um, But uh, in this, uh, I talked to Aaron, and we I don't think we talk uh, about Diet Coke at all. Actually, sorry about that, but uh, let's get into it with Aaron Darling. Pack.
1: I got my fanny pack on.
0: Guys, let me do, do a little describe. She's got a fanny pack <laughs> on, right? You really did come from, like, you were like, did you just work out your way here? I felt like yes. you just kickboxed your way. I actually
1: parked kind of far, and I did run here.
0: <laughs> did you do that on purpose, to be, like, a Hollywood, like, exercise weirdo, or?
1: You know what? I did Bad parking. I mean, I was boxing at the gym, and then I just, like, couldn't find parking, and everyone's here at Meltdown. Yeah, I've never seen it this busy.
0: I just saw a uh, uh, Blake from Workaholics was he just here? Oh, you five did five minutes ago. Yeah. Oh my god, you missed each other though. He did not have a fanny pack on though that I could oh, see. Oh,
1: okay. Well, then I'm crushing it in that yeah. department. Yeah. I have a Monopoly on the fanny pack.
0: Yeah. No, you got the you got the. Well, what do you even have in there? Is the keys and
1: stuff? Honestly, my keys are out of the fanny pack. Yeah. Um, let's see. I mean, I think I got some. Let's um, start with
0: what's in your fanny pack.
1: I got some cash. Nice. Oh, look at that.
0: Yeah. Those Hollywood singles. I have
1: one business card. Nice. I don't even know why I have a business card. Like, honestly, no one uses them. Yeah.
0: But you never know, just in case you want to.
1: I think I accidentally put it in there. And then yeah. I have a, an ID. Yeah. I have a debit card. And I think I have some eyeliner, which I could probably use right now. I'll be honest.
0: Yeah. I mean, well, listen, feel free. Uh, I'm just curious. like, what's in your fanny pack? But I've never <laughs> met anyone with the fanny pack. So that segment of the show I know. has begun and ended now. You know what I was wondering? I was like, how did you come into my consciousness? I have no idea. Through, I don't through know the YouTube either. world? Through the have internet been world?
1: Through YouTube, because we did that that thing with the Godzilla thing. Yeah, but, well, I, but I met you before that,
0: though, obviously, yeah. to connect. So you were just kind of like. Someone not that there. did YouTube stuff. Yeah, and then you were just there. Mm hmm. You just existed. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you ever just wonder it's like, wait, yeah, I've been talking or working or seeing this person, but it's like, I don't remember how that started. I and mean, I you're know. just there.
1: Isn't that weird? Yeah. That's like Tanya. I thought about how I know Tanya yeah. Brashadsky. Yeah. And I realized, wow, I met her in Vegas, which is yeah. so weird. Yeah. yeah. At like some new media expo or something. Pow. Yeah, after
0: knowing you guys, it didn't seem, I mean, it's, we, it's a little bit random, a random place to do it, but it seems like you guys would, she would definitely be there because she's like a, a pulse of it. Right of what's going on.
1: Isn't that so strange, though? But I'm like, oh, yeah, but now she lives down the street. But we mm. met in Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: Where where are you from?
1: I'm from the Bay Area, San Jose. Okay. Silicon Valley.
0: Do you go back up there a lot?
1: No. Holidays and if I have shows sometimes.
0: Yeah. So you have that kind of – that's just cool. I th- feel like when I see people that do stand-up and it's like, oh, you have that – well, maybe you have talent, but you have that in from kind of being in that area, maybe like performing there before it's like you can go up to like the bay area and do some shows yeah you know
1: what's cool though i had never performed in the bay area because i went off the road before i um there were some san francisco dates i was supposed to go on but i ended up like just staying in town in la and working on some other projects so i'd actually never performed there until december i did some shows with steve Byrne, which was so much fun because i love him he's such a nice person and such a great comic yeah i love watching him work huh it was so fun. But that was the first time I've ever performed at the San Jose Improv, which is so weird because I'm from there.
0: What what, what was it like kind of gr- – what did you want to be when you grew up and stuff? Like, what was that all, like, childhood stuff like?
1: I mean, a dog. Yeah. <laughs> I just want – like, I wanted to be, like, a cat, a dog.
0: Yeah. Like, you wanted to be one. Yeah. And just had that kind of life of kind of, like – just run around.
1: Yeah, I would just I would eat like eating
0: shit and just like whatever. I
1: would do weird games with myself where I was like, okay, every day for the next 12 days I'm going to be a different animal all day. And I would just like do stuff like that. I would that's entertain like myself.
0: Actor stuff though, right? I know <laughs> it now it does, yeah. but I'm like
1: as a kid that's so yeah. weird that I would do stuff like that. And I would just be like, I'm going to do this and I made I would like record stuff on my um I had a tape recorder back then and I would record on blank tapes like my fake radio show. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm, well, I'm I doing, doing that like now. I was a DJ? Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing that right now. I know you are. <laughs> but, but so it's, um, so not, not, uh, That's where I'm at now. You yeah. are just like. That was, you know, you kind of like at a very kind of like young basic level, but I'm doing it as a grown up.
1: Yeah. But see, I never wanted to. I wasn't like I'm going to be an actor, you know, or yeah. a comedian. Like I never thought I was going to do anything like that. I was just kind of like, well, I guess I'm going to be a cat today, a dog tomorrow and then work on my radio
0: show. <laughs> like- <laughs> so just back and forth with, with cat and dog. You never even branched out. Yeah, All right.
1: I, I know. Right. Why well, was A I was,
0: condor. I don't know.
1: I didn't think enough, I guess.
0: What, uh <laughs> did you go to college up there?
1: Uh, no, I went to USC. I went down here, and that's how I ended up in LA.
0: For what did you, you study?
1: Broadcast journalism.
0: Yeah, all right. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Did you ever get into that?
1: Yeah. My first job out of college was at TMZ. Can you believe that? Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, as you're kickboxing your way in here with your fanny pack. Yeah, sure I can believe that. <laughs> what was that like?
1: Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's when I realized I don't want to be in the news industry, but I love talking about the news, and I love having opinions. You know, when you're delivering the news, with the exception of TMZ, because they do actually break news. They're a premier entertainment news source yeah. now. But because of the show, they're allowed to have opinions on the news. But when you're working in the actual newsroom, you just get the facts, and you yeah. relay that. And, and that's kind of – I think I realized, like, I love talking about stuff, but I always want to have an opinion, and I always want to be able to uh, – I guess, process it my own way and attach feelings to it. Like, that's why The Daily Show is so great. It's yeah. like, at the end of the day, you've received all the news, you've processed it, you've all formed your own opinions about it, and now The Daily Show is going to tell you what they think about it.
0: Right, and see if you it's on or off the mark of what you think
1: Right, and I kind of like that. I think that's amazing. Because but you're like a
0: pop, like you're, you're like kind of like we're in the pop. In the pop culture, right? You had like a pop culture show, didn't you? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, the pop fix. I yeah. started the pop fix. It was all pop culture and nerd culture, okay. and and that's so fun. Like, I, And I love that, because I don't want to necessarily be the person to tell you what happened today, but I want to tell you how I felt about it.
0: What? Uh, when did you start doing stand-up?
1: About five years ago, I think.
0: Yeah. Because, I mean, you were one of the people that, I mean, I only started about seven, eight months ago, and I talk about it here a lot, and you're one of the people that I was just like, because the improv and sketch world is what? my background for a very long time, but this is very different, so I was just like, what do you do? What are the rules? You know, I know there's no rules, but what are they, kind of thing. Yeah, um, and you
1: know what? I was going to say, I'm so proud of you, because a couple months ago, I know we were talking about, okay, how do we get shows? Like, what are are some steps to take, who to contact? And it seems like in the last couple of months, you're just crushing it. Like, you're doing Um, so
0: well. Thank you. Yeah, it's been very... It's a combination of kind of living in Los Angeles for a while, kind of knowing people, but also... Just taking my, you know, I worked, you know, uh, as a business, like YouTube and Mm -hmm. the marketing aspect and then putting myself out there and not being shy and then just like going to like doing the work and going to like a zillion. Because you've been here for five years. Like I don't have. I honestly, I don't have five years to be five years later. Like, I don't have it. I'm just right. too old. got to do it now. I, so I just, like, hun- I feel like hundreds of open mics uh, mm-hmm. or a hundred of open mics or more. I kind <clears throat> of
1: I disagree with you a little bit because yeah. I feel like stand-up is the only yeah. art form where you can just start and break at any age. Oh,
0: yeah. No, I I just don't want to be, like... Um, I don't want to, like, take it slow for, like, five years. Yeah,
1: you don't want to do it Aaron Darling style. Well, <laughs> yours yeah, was
0: five years ago. So if, if yeah. I did it five years ago, um, you know, I want to be, I don't know, just I performed a lot uh, for a long time. And I, you know, want to kind of just keep that going but not, th- not expect, like, oh, I'm going to be, like, a, a – st- star or anything like that but I just you know it's like I want to get past the it's like the awkward like I want to get past the awkward part of the date (laughs) right even though it's always going to happen yep there's always going to be downs and uh um but yeah you're one of those people that I was like let me do this so I'll go back and like look at your old stand-up and I'll just be like what's like I'm really analytical about a lot of people that I know I'm like Mm -hmm. how are they standing how are they holding the mic what is their thing what's their point of view it's like uh so has stand up, like. Is that something you got into just because, like, I'll get into stand-up?
1: I got into it because I was producing video content for a startup. And at the time, we were doing some sort of comedic entertainment show. And I'd never written a joke a day in my life. So I got into a joke writing class that was a stand-up class. And at the end of that, there was a showcase. And it was at the improv. So it was the first time I was ever on a real stage, was at the Melrose Improv. And my mom was there and my aunt was there. It's a great place there. for a first, you know. Especially because when you do a, sh- a showcase like that, it's a really, really supportive room because it's just a bunch of your friends. And everyone's like, oh my God, you're going to do stand up? That's so cool. And then you do your next show and you're like, whoa, this is different. <laughs> it's
0: like the wolves. You know Right? What you mean? You like like
1: you feel like you're so good at first. And I was like, okay. And I knew, like, I wasn't one of those people that's new to the stage, I wasn't someone that's new as a performer per se you know it's like stuff that I've done a lot as a host and so I was kind of on the more comfortable side but my material was really really bad and and I'm totally okay with admitting that now and I threw it all away Um, but it took me probably two years to throw it away because when you first start I feel like a lot of the learning process is finding your voice and when you're first when you're new as a stand-up you're writing the jokes that are basically the type of material from the comics you like. Yeah, You know, so at the time when I started, it was like I was watching Amy Schumer or Wendy Cummings, like Nikki Glaser, uh, Rachel Feinstein. So I was watching their Comedy Central Half Hours, writing jokes like them, which isn't necessarily my voice, you know. So I had to throw all that out and then start. And once I figured out, like, oh, oh, this is what I want to talk about. This is what I want to write about. But you don't
0: figure it out until you're in it, like doing it. Yeah, it, it took me like
1: two years yeah. of, you know, feeling like, oh, do I like this? Man, I don't. I don't feel like this is me. I didn't really think it was a great representation of me. When you're doing stand-up, you know it's your name. it's your face. like yeah, no it's one all else you. Is with there's you. no sketch yeah. group
0: behind you or improv people or right no or props, studio. No. no there's nothing. It's just all you. And that's yeah. what I like about it. It's like you you know from doing YouTube it's like, is everyone going to show up? Well, I know I'll show up. Right. And that's kind of like, kind of kind of that. Mm-hmm. Uh
1: I like watching your stuff when I see your clips that you're posting oh, you. on social it's media. It's really an extension of oh just God, what I've been fun. doing.
0: Yeah, it's it's the, I'm not looking to like change my like whatever, but I just the funnel of it and how what I want to say has to it's different, you know. It's yeah. got to be different, it's got to be it's got to be worked on, and and uh, yeah, that, that's that's what I'm doing.
1: Do you think you've kind of figured out what your voice is? Because I yeah. think one of the benefits of starting stand up yeah. when you're older is like knowing,
0: you know, yeah, oh, I mean? nothing's changed your it's perspective and voice. My Twitter from the, it's all basically the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's just. A joke might not, that I might tell these might not work in a, you know, a Vine. You know what I mean? Yes. A Vine not, might not work on, st- I mean, I'm just making Vine because it's, you know. I was about different- to say,
1: let's talk about Vine. Yeah. <laughs>
0: well, Vine 2.0, baby. um But, you know, it's that whole thing of, like, different, just, it's the same person, and you, you know what you're going to get, but it's just, like, I'm a very kind of, like, dad joke, self-deprecating hard pg type person like awkward whatever but hard pg hard pg yeah yeah it's like a hard not an PG. rpg a no hard hard, <laughs> p- hard like a hard <laughs> pg like a light pg 13 but you know it's just oh there's God. no different because i tell you know if you do storytelling i'm not gonna talk about the time like i drove a motorcycle into like a burning building because it's not what i did i'm gonna talk about you know the time that like you know maybe as edgy as i get it's like when I, I was like, oh, I had sex once. Let me buy every single condom out there because I'm going to need it. And then I realized I do not need all these condoms. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I'm going to tell stories like that, not, you know, these cool rock and roll, st- you know, about my fanny pack. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Wait, uh, did
1: you just equate cool and rock and roll with a fanny pack? Maybe. I
0: don't know. Because if you were like, yeah, everyone, this is cool. Everyone, everyone cool is doing this. I believe it because you just <laughs> seem like someone who's like always doing cool stuff. What? Yeah. You're just all like what you put out there, <laughs> but here's the thing: it's working. Uh, do you know what I mean? Like you know, okay. you know social media, you know what you're putting out there, right? You know, like, uh, but you just always you do a very good job about seeming like you're having a very good time.
1: Yeah, that is true. But
0: <laughs> but you're not forcing it. Where yeah. it's not like, I'm smiling in this picture. See how happy I, you know, you can see those things like, inst- yeah. you know. It's like, look, I'm smiling next to this beach. I'm very happy at this festival. When you know it's like, <laughs> no, you're crying. Yeah, I know you're crying. 105
1: before, degrees, you're sweating, your makeup is running down your face. You hate it.
0: But you have a very kind of like, <laughs> I'm having a good time, but I'm not, it's not work.
1: Oh, I'm, that's awesome. Yeah, so
0: you're doing a very good job capturing... Whatever, and that's my perception of it, and which is which is really all that matters is like the perception of it, right? Yeah, you know what's
1: so funny is I'd love to ask your opinion on this. I had someone; it was actually a film director, and I was really surprised this person hit me up, and they said, "Hey, like you, you're very beautiful as a person, but you have like this joy about you, like a joy thing that's coming through." And I was like, "Thank you," because I would rather be happy. Than like a beautiful person per se, you yeah. know? And I but- mean, I'm,
0: I'm both, so I don't know what that's like. <laughs> I'm, I'm, a hot, I'm a hot guy <laughs> and I'm always full of joy. So, I'm I always
1: full of joy. Don't
0: understand what it's not like to be that way. So, uh, but, but thought, go on.
1: I thought that was so interesting, the joy thing, because I guess like that's not something I, when I'm thinking about content or uploading stuff, I'm not like, oh, you know what I mean? It's not ever something I think about.
0: Yeah, you know, but that's good because if you're not, when you're thinking about it, you're like, oh wait, do I am I happy? Okay, hold on, let me do this again.
1: Yeah, to be honest, I'm more insecure about like the way I look and stuff. I'm like, oh my god, do I look like fat? Do I look, you know, how do I look in this? I'm never like thinking about the other stuff, but I feel like that's a a female thing. There's a
0: confidence (laughs) out there, and uh, and again, I don't know what's really going on behind the scenes. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, you're putting out something that's very casual. It's confident, um, but it doesn't look like you're sitting there and, like, working your ass off to get it. It's just kind of like, I just turned on the camera and something fun happened.
1: Wow, that's so cool. I, Thank you. I, yeah, yeah. So that's, I love
0: that. I try, I, anal- I analyze, you know, I'm an analytics guy. You know what I mean? I analyze the psychology of, like, why would somebody look at this and not this? Or well, why would somebody engage with this and not this? What is the aesthetic of this thing? So, right. Um,
1: that's so cool. Yeah. What have you been analyzing lately?
0: Um well uh what I've been analyzing lately is uh what it's like to get sold something. This is a little not as fun, but like to like get a, sold
1: something? Yeah. Like like, a product.
0: Yeah, like so if, let's just say I want to sell something. Okay. I want someone to buy something. I don't have anything to sell. Do
1: you mean like merch kind of? Let's say merch. Okay. A book.
0: Uh uh, um, uh you're going on tour, mm-hmm. right? and i think about like you, you of course you can sit there and be like i will be here on friday you know whatever and that's fine but it's a thing where it's like i want to know what it feels like to get sold and it work then i i want to know what that feels like because it's easy for me to try to sell stuff but if i've never been sold anything then i don't know like i want to be in the in the uh, consumer seat then i'll really learn how to sell something if i want to
1: right But you, you're not the average consumer though. Is that kind of what you're saying? Like you don't buy other people's merch. Like you don't buy someone's comedy album. Like you'll watch their Netflix special, but you won't. I'm the same way. Yeah. So I'm like that too.
0: So I am kind of seeing like what things are kind of like how people are selling things to me and what things are resonating with me, and I'm kind of just keeping track of that on an analytic thing because I think uh, there's a lot of marketers out there. Like I'm a social media, but I was like. You don't have any success in what you're doing. Yeah,
1: what are you marketing?
0: Yeah, all you talk about is how to do it. You don't, has never sold anything. No one's really engaging with your stuff, but you're Mm -hmm. calling yourself an expert. But when people are out there, like people have podcasts that are like, like there's a podcast called Stuff You Should Know, and these guys are like, I don't listen to many podcasts, but they're like, oh, we're going on tour. I was like, i interest i think i'm interested in seeing you guys on tour i don't know why and i'm now looking on their website and their their dates where other people have not gotten me to do that and now i'm trying to reverse engineer how that happened yeah in case i want to do it i would know because it's you don't know how to sell some if you've never been sold something you know uh so it's that that's it's not very exciting but that's what i'm thinking about lately but it's important
1: that is really interesting, though.
0: Right? If it you, really um, is. You ever just be like, wait, why am I buying this thing? How did it right. get to this point? How did I get there when I don't normally do that? And you want to, you want to replicate that?
1: Well, I went to um, a couple months ago. I went to the "Everything Is Terrible" show, their live yeah. show, and I thought that was awesome. Yeah. I think they did a great job, and it was super, super fun. Um, but and I went as like a, a guest of a friend that was like, "Do you want to come? I think yes. this you would like this." Yeah. And he was right. Had a great time. But. I would never. I would probably never buy a ticket to that yeah. show, even though I love the stuff that they do. I just wouldn't think to do that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know why.
0: But you, as a, as a uh, whatever you want to, you know, you're an entertainer, you're a comedian. You want eventually. Let's just say, like I'm, go, I'm selling a book. Mm-hmm. You want to sell that book, right? Hell yeah. Have you ever bought a book from a comedian before? Yes. Okay. Take that, and that's like a way. But you not purchase books from other comedians, right? Yep. So it's that thing of kind of like, I need to know, to, for me to sell a book, I w- need to know what it's like to be somebody who wants to buy a book, I guess, is kind of like my overarching thing. Yeah. The, which some people miss that thing because they don't know because they're just so busy like promoting themselves. Mm-hmm. They're like, they're, you know, their Twitter feed is like 95% ads and 1% content when it should be the other way around. Yeah. You know, when it's just like, come to my show, look at my thing, buy my book, look at my YouTube thing. It's like, it's a commercial.
1: Do you know Ariel Casanchi? No. She's an awesome comic. I love her. A good friend of mine. And, uh, you know, I talked to her about, she does a really good job at social media. And I was asking her, like, so when did you get all these followers? Like, when did you... It's a magic question, right? Yeah, right. But she had an answer. She's the first person I've ever asked that question that had an answer. And her answer was, I just started looking at patterns of what other popular people on Twitter were posting. And it's like a, it's a rhythm. Like, it's a... You know, it's like a cadence, and it's weird because it's not vocal. But, yeah, she's like, there's, like, patterns, and I would follow those patterns. Yeah. And then it worked. Yeah. And I think that's amazing. I've never looked at my content like that. I'm just like, you know, I feel like I'm so insul- insulated I guess. Isolated? Not really. But you know what I mean? Like, we're so in our own heads that we kind of were like, okay, well, what is this funny to me, you know? And then
0: if something doesn't work, I'll delete it. It's like a tweet. Like, I'll sit there with a tweet for it. I was like, do I put a period? Like, do, do I put I- a period in here or yeah, not? Yeah, no. Do I put a period? Like, do I be like, was I, well, do I end something with a period as opposed to not? How is it read? You know what I mean? Because you tell right. a joke. I've told jokes, uh, and I've it's the same joke on Twitter, but they're told it's different. The words are different because yep. they're just... Different one thing might be a run on thing. It's like I don't know what's gonna but do and I don't know the cat, you know, where I might not say it like that, but in the tweet, it's just a very kind of like stream of consciousness thing. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, and then also, it's kind of deliver like your Instagram. Like I'm sure it's like people maybe have an expectation of what you're gonna post, right? You know, like for you, I feel like you, it's a lot of like um, it's a lot of photos. And they're good photos, but they're not so serious. Like you might be, and your caption will be a little bit kind of like taking it down a peg. It's just kind of like, oh, you know, sometimes you shit your pants. Not That's what you'd say, <laughs> but it's a nice <laughs> picture, but it's that thing. You know what I mean? But it's just like, sometimes shit your it's-, pants. it's like, you know, fun fact, I shit my pants two seconds later. Whatever. Not that th- I'm just, <laughs> but it kind of. That is of, something I would post. Right. And then, or it's, it's like a fun video that you're flipping your hair. There's a lot of hair flipping.
1: I love hair flipping. You do love hair flipping. I but love I
0: it. I kind of expect hair flipping a little bit. Yeah. So you're you're delivering <laughs> like something that's a pro like a, but you know, if you maybe if you stood there with like a flat tummy tea thing.
1: It would be so au- inauthentic for me. I
0: know, that's it. Whereas for some other people, I'm like, oh okay, flat tummy mm-hmm. tee. Sure, yeah, I can see you having a flat tummy tee thing. But for you, it's like I wouldn't see or if you did, it would have to be a very like not to say, listen, you want to promote flat tummy tea? Go for it. You know what I mean. <laughs> I, I'm not opposed to that. Is Maybe, that an
1: actual brand, by the way? Is that what it's I called? Know. I don't know. You know what I mean. Listen, it's I, so funny. I do. I think, I think it is. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, do, I do advertisements uh, on on this podcast of things that I like, so I'm not like opposed to it, but it's not off for me to not do it. You know what I mean? Right. So you just got to find a way to make it, um, kind of make it. You know, this all oh, this stuff. I you
1: know. I know. I have a question for you. Yeah. A nerdy question. Do you use the same content on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or do you modify it a little bit for every platform?
0: I'm going to tell you something that – do you know who Grace Helbig is? Yes. Okay. She said something once that really resonated is – you know, when people, like, auto-post things all over the place? Mm-hmm. It's like if you do that and people recognize it, they're like, why do they need to follow you and follow you all those things if you're getting the yep. same exact thing? So what I will do is uh, I, I never auto-post. Um, so, But I will sometimes, if the caption is right, I will use the same one. Uh, with it, or sometimes I'll switch it around, like on Facebook, because there's maybe some. It's a little more people that I know. I might be a little less like ugh, obnoxious than maybe I would be like on Instagram or something like that. Where Instagram mm-hmm. are just people that like know me from other things. Whereas Facebook, my personal Facebook, might be a little bit different. So I don't want to come off as like kind of like ugh, like. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel so, like- but sometimes it's like I can't think of anything better, so I'm not going to sack. I'm not going to just put something shittier on there. But I, want, I always make it seem like it's an organic, like everything's organic mm-hmm. post-wise. But I, so I will do that.
1: Jason, I have an announcement. Yeah. I'm canceling my personal Facebook. What? Yeah. I'm going to do it. Why? Because of the data breach and all the stuff that's coming out. It's they news. already got your data.
0: It's too late. I know. You might as well just go forward.
1: Well, I guess that is a good point. <laughs> right. I didn't think about that till right now. Yeah, they already
0: got the data. You know what I mean?
1: Man, I feel we're putting my stuff out there. I'm just yeah. like, this is so not cool. And they knew about it for years and didn't tell anyone how yeah. do you feel about all of that. And the interference with oh, the I mean, election, and how they're using all this information to sell us shit we don't need and to put fear in our minds and propagate stuff that's not
0: even true. It's obviously it's terrible and I hate it. However, when somebody's on Facebook talking about how Facebook crappy Facebook is, mm-hmm. it's like, you know what I mean? <laughs> It's like kind of like you know being like, let me tell you something. Smoking is really bad while smoking a cigarette. Right. Do you know, it's like you're using, but you've become so addicted to the thing. It's kind of like it is. You're like, oh well. With, <laughs> things with Facebook, I've always been very open. It's never been. I've never been very precious about it at all. Uh, I don't care. It's like whatever's out there is out there. I fully expect. The terms of service, a lot of those things, is kind of like, yeah, we can take and use whatever you want, whenever you want to do it. We, you just never read that stuff. Right. Um. I do think it's wrong and crappy and all that kind of stuff, but I kind of feel like I signed up for that. And I never put any, I'm very. I don't put anything out there that I that if somebody like, like took it, like I would be like, oh, how could you do that? Mm-hmm. And people are stealing like steal my jo- like Twitter jokes all the time and stuff like that too. This is really nothing with screen grabs and stuff. It's like, what am I going to do? Right. Um, Wait, who's
1: stealing your Twitter jokes? Oh, like? I've had
0: like I've. I, ha- I have one tweet that's my pin tweet that um, has been on, and people have screen grabbed the tweet, which is fine because you're still advertising everything. It's ended up on a zillion Facebook pages. Wait, it's ended up-
1: what? Who?
0: Um, no, no, and that's fine. But there's people that have actually copied and pasted it and made it their own, and then people have tagged me in it, and I've gotten these like short little arguments with them stealing my, uh, yeah, stealing my, stealing oh my, my tweets and jokes. Wait, yeah.
1: what is it? I was gonna look it up, but you know what it is. Um,
0: right? it says uh, uh, the joke is, uh, "Aaron Darling is a huge fart."
1: Oh, that's what it is? Yeah, oh that, that one. Oh my god, you know, there's Facebook <laughs> pages dedicated to that?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. It's hot stuff. Uh, oh my
1: god. No, I can't it's believe that about, many people care about me. It's like a thing about newborn babies or something
0: like that. About you know, what? It's about newborn babies. It's like newborn, oh, okay. It's about newborn It's like not, it's like, it's stupid. Um, but people have stolen it, and people have used it on a lot of things. So there's really no, I don't know. I just don't care enough not to. I like looking at pictures of my nieces and nephews and how they're doing Like more, yeah. more than me canceling the thing and really any opportunity for somebody to find me and my stuff like I'll take Right,
1: tape. I'm keeping my fan page
0: yeah okay so yeah
1: I'm gonna keep that and uh, I f- almost feel like it's the same thing though now it's kind of like it is yeah and I kind of I was so protective. Like, when I switched over to a fan page, I was really, really protective of my personal page. Like, okay, I only want to be like the people I actually know. Because it kind of got weird for a second where oh, I was like, yeah. there's way too many people on Except, this. Except, like,
0: weird YouTube people or whatever. Which I, I, <laughs> I had, like, like 10,000 friends. And I was like, these right. are just other countries. That yeah, I, was, like, I had, like,
1: 6,000 or something that I was like, who, I don't know who these people are or they're people I knew from years ago. But I felt weird deleting them or I didn't remember how I met them. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to make this fan page and start a really, really small personal page and now it's like the personal page people people find you anyway and it's i just want to have it all in one place i think and yeah. i want to just limit like the personal data that i put out there and maybe keep it a little more just professional which is weird yeah. because it's so hard like well, i am my brand is, like you are your brand yeah. you know
0: you could i i think if you <laughs> want to really grow that facebook and this is just a personal thing uh is if you have that fan page but make it give the illusion okay of that hey listen this is like this is my a fan page, but like I don't just treat it as like a promotional thing. Like you're gonna get to know like the p- the p- personal Facebook side of me on this thing, but it's your it's your cura- curation of that. You know what I mean? I mean? I like so that. you're kind of like people think like oh they're fine, like you know like what was she like in high school almost or like so you're getting a little personal stuff like maybe some stuff with your family, that, but only stuff that you want like. Yeah. You know I mean? Where, and no one can tag you in anything. You don't want to get tagged in anything. Like, oh, hell no. You know, just so take that out. So just give the illusion that you're gonna still get the same personal Facebook feel, but it's on my fan page. I like that. And, and for a way for people theoretically to contact you on there mm-hmm. through mess so some kind of messenger. Mm-hmm. I think that's a magical thing too. Right. So give that illusion, and I think you'll be able to grow that page. And I love obviously, that. And plus obviously video is like I mean, these are just, you know, my little things.
1: No, these are good insights, because you know, you know. I don't spend enough time thinking about that kind of stuff. I like about I focus, all the time. I focus on Instagram and Twitter,
0: and I don't... Yeah. And, like, making stuff. Ugh. Yeah, no, right? I just think about marketing. Making I just think... stuff and no. getting up on stages. No, not and me. The
1: podcast thing. Just and... marketing.
0: So, I was on <laughs> V-Carded. You were which is
1: on your, my podcast. We talked about how I
0: lost uh, my virginity. Yeah, I lost my virginity. Yeah. My mother doesn't officially know that I lost my virginity. <laughs> she does not know officially. Like, if she went and you had to go to court and take an oath she'd be like I don't know for a fact that he's lost his virginity so <laughs> I've never ever said we've never had a conversation nor have I ever said anything unless
1: she listened to v carded.
0: what yeah no, no I mean she does listen to it but she's like I already heard about I already know about my own son or whatever um, <laughs> so v card. so you were just like I want to know about people losing their virginity, because I'm a pervert. What was the... What was the <laughs> Oh,
1: my v- God. No, actually, it was not my concept. Um, the podcast network actually approached me as okay. talent and yeah. attached me to the show, Okay. Uh, which is funny, because there's a comedian that's very mad at me somewhere in LA, yeah. because they apparently had that podcast as uh, well, uh, and at some point in time, I don't know. And I was like, uh... And I just picked up the phone and called this girl oh and was like, hey... You know, this isn't she didn't pick up the call and just decided to be mad at me and then wanted to block me on everything. And I'm like, well, then you have no idea what's going on because this is not really my concept. Um, But, yeah, I was approached with this idea and I was kind of hesitant at first because I felt I'm not sure if a sex podcast is something that I want to be doing. But the more that I've I've done it and I took a chance and just thought, you know what, I can take control of the situation. I think I'm the right person to do it. Um, the more I've done it, the more I realize I don't think it's a sex podcast. It's not a sex podcast. At all. No, no. Like, I think it's about. Sex is
0: a small part of right. it. Right. It's the people and feelings and yes. emotions and the time in your life. It's, and,
1: like, and... it's like a storytelling podcast yeah. almost. And I feel like it, I've just caught a glimpse of so many different people's stories and humanity. And it's so different. And it's not at all what I expected it would be. Was there
0: anything, you, have you done any where you were like, I can't put this up?
1: Um <laughs> or, yeah. or you
0: thought or at least it was on the verge of that.
1: Yes, there were a few episodes that I felt um, you know, weren't great. Um and I feel like there was there was one episode that was really controversial that we uploaded anyway, but I felt like you wanna oh, tell man. me what it is so they can go watch yeah, that sure. first. <laughs> you know, I do love this episode and it's very, very real. Yeah. It's very honest. And it's an episode with the comedian Aiden Park, who's a really good Yeah,
0: I love him so much. Yeah.
1: And uh, his virginity loss story involved a chat room and someone that was a lot older. Okay. And um, when he was underage. Right. And okay, when so this story, when he starts telling me the story, because I didn't know it in advance, yeah. um, you know, I was like, "Hey, you know, like that is the, the person that did that? You know, they knew what they were doing, and it's not your fault at all." But that's, you know, statutory yeah. rape. And so we kind of had a, a conversation about that. And it's interesting because, like, when you I think that per, like the story is so personal and when you meet someone that is like a lot older than you when you're yeah. young they it's know thi- they know things you don't know. It's intense. And it's their responsibility. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a responsibility to do better in my opinion.
0: So is that vcarded.com or vcarded.net or <laughs>
1: Vcarded.com.
0: Yeah, go run to it.
1: Yeah, go run to it. Um you Hear me, you
0: can hear about me, but you can hear about yeah. other people and-
1: But here's the thing about that conversation that I that I realized is that like in the moment, you know, my heart broke a little bit, but it's not like anything it's it's the type of thing where it's so real and it's so human and it's so true and other people might have that story and it might inspire other people and, you know, help them, you know, feel, you know, like Aiden's great and he's successful. Yeah. And, you know, and he's an amazing of the whole thing. person. And
0: that's the point of the whole thing is to, you know, there's people that can relate to, you know, a lot of different things. Not right. everything has to be like, well, my first, you know, girlfriend. It doesn't girlfriend all have and, to
1: be happy and yeah. like, yeah, and Butterfly and Rainbows. And uh, oftentimes, uh, yeah. like, the episodes aren't, especially for women, Yeah. you know? And sometimes I've had people have asked me on the podcast and they're like, well, my story's kind of like a Me Too story, so I don't really know if I wanna yeah. share it. And that's totally fine too, Yeah, you know? So it's, it's really interesting. But I'm so grateful that people trust me and let, let me have that story, you know? People let- on a
0: podcast will I've, – I've mentioned this before, but on a podcast you can get more out of people, even though there's microphones and he- things and more people – than if you were at a party, you know what I mean? You're like, right. hey, so tell me this uh, – tell me how you lost your virginity. And they'd be like, I don't want to – but for some reason, if you're a trustworthy person and you're looking right at them and – I don't know. People are just willing to be more open, uh, which is interesting. This is the opposite of what you'd think. You'd think they'd yeah. be like, "Oh, I don't want to," mil- you know, a million people here, but f- almost a million people, right? That's what, <laughs> that's what we're a talking million. about. A million people, five million per episode. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah. So I, I thought that was an interesting thing. So what's so what's next for you?
1: Oh, what's next for me? I'm just doing stand up comedy. You know, all the boring Hollywood stuff.
0: You do a lot of. Uh, we talked about this, you do a lot of uh, like Latin shows.
1: Yeah, yeah, I do a lot of uh, Latino-based stand-up shows. So
0: you're part, are you part Latino?
1: Yeah, I'm half Mexican, so my mom was born in Mexico. My dad's from the Bay Area, San Francisco. yeah yeah and uh they met and she was selling oranges on the freeway, yeah. you know like just kidding <laughs> that'd be, that'd be, like the most <laughs> yeah. ridiculous story no um no, they met in Silicon Valley, actually, yeah. so they yeah. were both working in tech, so yeah. weird, yeah, but uh yeah, so I do a lot i've, I've i i know i guess I'm just like really identifying with that side of my family and that side do of do people
0: give you like because you don't like immediately scream Mexican yes. Um, But you don't also don't. Yeah, but you don't immediately scream white though either. You know what I mean? Really, you're
1: the first person ever to say that. No, (laughs) no. I feel like I've
0: just seen whiter. I've just seen. You've seen whiter white girls. I've seen whiter white girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In my day, Um, but I just couldn't. My, you know, I just don't know what it is. The not white is. It doesn't automatically say Mexican, but it just it does say like not. Not white, 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 oh, white. Oh, I white, love white. that. Yeah. That's awesome. Of course. Yeah. You want to get more rooms, right? You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's like I'm a clean, dirty, white, <laughs> clean comedy, <laughs> dirty comedy. That's what I mean. A clean, dirty, clean, dirty <laughs> comedy. Uh, you want to be able to do every single room you can You do. But do people give you kind of like push? Is that part like pushback on yeah. any of the.
1: Well, you know what, sometimes when, I, when I'm on a lineup like that, yeah. I think that I do have the ability to kind of, you know, yeah. the assumption is this girl would not be on the lineup if she was not a minority, right? right yeah. um, but there are times when I'll test material out, maybe at a mic or at, yeah. on a smaller yeah. show, and it's like I'm not prefacing my material with the fact that I am half Mexican yeah. and it's just like something I wrote that day and it's about me and then I'll, I'll get up there and I'll say these jokes and wonder why they're not working and I'm like oh yeah that's right these people don't know my history and right. when you have like a short period of time like a five minute seven sure. minute set you can't like,
0: spend three of them kind of going down with your all the
1: expository bullshit mm, yeah. you know so it's like if sometimes if I just want to throw a joke up it's a little bit difficult um, in that sense
0: I'm like that with modeling you know what I mean <laughs> you yeah. can't like, yeah, be like yes I'm a professional model yes, I'm hot I'm an underwear, model. I'm underwear face hand, body, model, you know what I mean? And, you know, just uh, hyper-intelligent, tall, (laughs) hot guy, party, rock and roller. You know what I mean? I don't have time for all that yeah i just make linkedin jokes and then i move (laughs) on um
1: sometimes i think that's difficult when you when you have to just you know
0: explain yourself
1: explain it and and, and it's different than the assumption yeah you know
0: we look at me and they're just like oh cool another white jew (laughs) another white jew yeah there's no explanation you know what i mean you just look at me and just be like this is what you're gonna get and you know it's you're not gonna be surprised um well so where do we find you online
1: Um, You can find me on Twitter at Erin A. Darling, Instagram Darling with four H's, and hey, Facebook. Facebook.com slash Erin Darling fan page is going to be a really, really great fan page where you're going to see my personal life, but coming from a professional (laughs) point of view.
0: You're not supposed to to tell them that. That's supposed to be a secret. Um, If they made it this far in the podcast, though, we'll tell them everything. Let's go back into your fanny pack.
1: Okay. The catastrophe is without benefits. The brand is the without benefits.